shirt? Have I not seen this shirt before? Yeah, you probably haven't. Is it Uniqlo? Nope. Where's it from? Uh, Hot Topic. A little Hot Topic action going on? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Uniqlo shirts, I there's still that buy two shirt and get them at nine ninety eight instead of fourteen ninety five or whatever their prices are. Did you know that was a deal going on? Yeah, you knew I, that was a deal. I knew it was a deal. I didn't know if it was still... It's still going on because I have... I actually probably have my cart open right here. Let's... You want to fucking tell me what I should or shouldn't buy, Mike? So I got... I got this Star Wars shirt here. It's white, which is the fucking... You know what I mean? You know how I feel about white shirts. Mm-hmm. I stain them too easy. Yeah, I'm very dirty. I'm a dirty guy. I'm not a dirty guy, but... I, the, the, there's this thing that happens that, for some reason, no matter what, they just... The armpits get, like... You know, stained rather quickly, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can never get it fully like white again. Yeah. So, I tend to avoid white shirts for that reason. Then there's the two Street Fighter ones that I really want, the double mm-hmm. KO and the and the character select screen. Then there's the Spider-Man one that's pretty dope, and then there's this Monster Hunter Palico one. Mm-hmm. This is uh, uh, you can help me decide that later because this is actually a terrible podcast. Yeah, I went today and I bought a shirt. What'd you get? Uh, something from the manga line. I looked at it. There wasn't much for me there. I think the only thing I actually watched that was part of this set was Naruto, probably. Uh, I don't think probably. there was anything else there yeah. for me in this one. Uh, what shirt did you get? That doesn't matter. I, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to everyone's favorite segment, Mike's Anime. Mike, what shirt did you get? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I hate you so much. You're the anime guy. You are the fucking anime senpai. People tune in because they want to know what Mike... It, it, it you're, it's the gospel when it comes out of your mouth. I've yet to say anything worthwhile. Anyone Listen, I didn't that. say it was was or wasn't worthwhile, but people take your word with the sense of fucking, you know, there's some right. validity to what you're saying. That doesn't uh, that doesn't translate to fashion though. So what shirt I bought has no bearing on that. Well, we'll find out when you tell us which oh, one. No, <laughs> do I have to go r- room raid? Remember that show? Was that show on MTV? Room Raiders? Like, going with, like, the black light and, like, empty people's drawers and that shit? That was a thing. I don't remember what the name of the show was. It was that I'm does pretty sure it was familiar. called Room Raiders. I remember black light being, like, a thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was an MTV show called Room Raiders, where I think it was, like, after you went on a date with somebody, you then, like, went to their room and, like, and yeah, found all their fucking dirty laundry, that is, literally. That is actually, that is actually triggering some memories. I mean, it's not a terrible, like, idea for that type of show. You know what I mean? Like, of all all the garbage that's on TV, that's not, like, the worst of it. No, I mean, obviously, for it being MTV, um, if you were, like, a Gen Xer, I suppose, you'd be like, what the fuck is MTV doing? But for everyone else, it's... uh, Par for the course. Yeah, it's just like, whoa. Well, I mean, what does MTV do now? I don't even know. Now? I have no idea. Probably even worse stuff. I mean, I don't typically watch, like, cable TV anymore. We have cable TV, but I don't actually really watch anything on it. But when I do scroll the old channels, and when I do scroll by the MTV, uh, you know, channel there, I feel like it's usually ridiculousness, which is a show that I don't care for. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's what's always on. It's either that or, like... Some random, like, European concert series or something. Yeah. Well, Unless there's also an MTV Europe channel, which maybe there is, and I just have no idea. There might be. The problem is that music videos aren't fashionable anymore. Like, if you want to watch a music video, you want to watch a music video, you just go online and be like, I want to watch this music video. If that's 
that's what tickles your fancy. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like people aren't even really making music videos. Anymore. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they are, they but are. like not. Um, it used to be the thing. Taylor Swift just came out with that one with the guy from Panic at the Disco, right? Brandon Yuri. Yeah. And Do you like that song? I listened to it once and I kind of forgot what it sounds like. Did you like Panic's last album? I listened to it. I don't remember. Like, I probably didn't hate it. I just don't remember what it sounds like. It's okay. There's a couple of bangers on there though. Yeah. Hey, look, my made it. I don't know if that's the actual name of the song. That's the chorus. Hmm. It's a uh, fucking goes hard. It's a banger. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything off of it. Since we're still kind of slightly on the topic of Mike's Animate, do you actually have do you watching anything new or no? No. What are you watching? You're not watching anything. I'm watching stuff, but nothing new. Well, new to the listeners. No. Well, what are you watching? I don't know. I've been watching JoJo, and that's it. One Punch Man, I suppose. What, what was what I what did I see you tweet the other day? Something Neverland. Promise all of Neverland. I'm reading the manga. That's oh, well, okay. Well, it's still fucking Mike's in a minute. What are we doing here? It's, it's different. Is this a new pickup for you? It's new for me. Yeah. Is it a over? Is it an ongoing series or done? Yes, or? I believe it's ongoing. What are your thoughts so far? What are, your, what are Mike's initial impressions? It's good. Yeah. Is there an anime to go with it or not? Yes. Are you gonna pick that up after? It's on Toonami now. I've like I was. So sort of watching it i i knew the manga was good so i was trying to either read it or watch the sub before it came up on toonami and then it ended up on toonami it's like ah shit and then it was kind of crazy for a bit yeah give me the drive-by pitch i can't just because you don't know yet or no because honestly i if you're gonna watch it or read it i recommend just going start, in blind yeah going in blind Ooh, okay all right all right mike you heard it if you like being uh surprised do you like it though you like it though so far yeah it's good all right all right just... i'll look into it no you won't i know i'll read a chapter no you won't all right i won't you're right if you're just tuning in if this is your first time this is the past control podcast i'm your host brendan groom and joining me today is my lovely co-host, Mr. Michael Desir. What? Your lovely co-host. Okay. Looking pretty fucking snackalicious right now in that Dragon Ball Z shirt, I'm not gonna lie. You can stop looking at me now. Why? Well, we're gonna have a conversation, I gotta look at you. Each and every week, we talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Mike usually makes fun of me. Stuff like that. It's a good time. I don't know. I feel like I don't, ever since we dropped the intro music podcast, I feel like I don't know how to do the intro anymore. Mm. So I'm just kind of winging it and getting feedback from people to see what they like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's important is you're here, you're listening, you're having a good time, and you're enjoying us clowns act like uh, clowns. So we'll kick things, (laughs) I don't know, Mike, I, I don't know, I don't know. This episode of the podcast, by the way, is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty, but we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Have you been playing anything other than Overwatch, Mike? No. I keep thinking to myself, oh, maybe I'll do remote play with Persona, and then I don't. Is your PS4 in your room? Yes. Oh, so you could do it. Okay. I could do it. I mean, I was going to actually test it out to see exactly what the range is, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I pulled it off. I pulled it off doing Fortnite before Fortnite was on literally everything, and I did it from, like, a different room. Uh, is pers- your PS4... On the top floor or is it in the middle it's on, floor? It's on the attic. It's in the attic. The PS4 is so in the attic. So you were testing it from the bathroom? <laughs> hmm? No. The PS4 oh, is you the... were testing it from downstairs? No. 
so the PS4 is in the attic. The router is in my office, which is on the second floor. So I think it I, has less to do with the router and more to do with your PS4. proximity to your PS4. Okay, so I was in my office testing Fortnite with my PS4 in the attic. So I was a floor down. I don't know what, what the... All I know is everything else works perfectly fine in this room for me. We already talked about this in a previous episode, but everything works perfectly fine in both of these rooms for me. Mm-hmm. But the Vita will not fucking work properly. It will connect, but, like, it will be so choppy that if if you're out of range, your Vita gives you a warning, like, mm-hmm. losing connection or whatever, and then it just turns off, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I haven't I, turned my Vita on since, so... I played a little personal, but this was, like, weeks ago once just to see if it worked after i found my charger and like i turned it on and i think i had saved in a classroom so i just kind of walked around the classroom for a bit mm-hmm. and then i was like well i'm turning everything off now yeah i miss persona i'm i'm like still have this weird hope that i'm holding out for e3 in a week and a half that maybe it was such a big port announcement to switch that they were like we're gonna wait for this for e3 mm-hmm. which is still a possibility it can still happen i, I think it's very unlikely but I think it can still happen. Mm. Uh, so I'll, I'll, if by E3 we don't have anything about it, then I'll pick pick up my save on my PS4 and finish the game there. Um, but if it, I mean if it's coming to Switch, I'm just gonna buy it on Switch and play it there. Even if it's not the Royal Edition, I'd rather just play it anyway, mm. and then maybe revisit the Royal Edition on my PS4 at a later date. Um, for me, obviously, besides Overwatch, Gato Robato came out yesterday. So I touched on that a little bit. I haven't been able to sink too much into it because I, I love it. I love what we play at PAX. You know, I wrote a preview up for it. If, so if you're interested in some of my initial thoughts on it, you can go to passcontroller.io and look for that. I have a preview up there about Gato Robato. Um, but I wanted to play more of it last night, but there was, no f- there was no option, at least that I could find, to turn off Rumble. And... I don't know if you've noticed this, but sometimes HD Rumble with the Joy-Cons and handheld mode is loud. Like, it's like a, it makes a loud noise. Mm-hmm. So, she's sleeping right there. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, ah, I can't do this. Pick Ross it is. It's a good, it's a good uh, zone out. Kind of bring my mind down. Do you fuck with Pick Ross at all? Not really. Do you know how it works? Um, I must have known at least a little bit. Because I we've definitely like tried pitching it to me before. I mean, I've even played it. Yeah, you. I'm sure you might have played it in some fashion somewhere. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. a Switch thing. It's like it's just a fucking it's like Sudoku basically. Yeah. But not oh, actually. I definitely played Sudoku before. I don't. I couldn't tell you how to play Sudoku at this exact moment. So I don't think it's exactly like that. But it's that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like a grid. Each column has numbers, and you have to basically figure out where those numbers all go in the grid by mm-hmm. filling in the boxes. And you have to, let's say it's 10 by 10, so that, like, across it's 10, down it's 10. Usually I think most of them, at least in the stages I'm on right now, they're Mm -hmm. the same. So it's, like, 10 by 10 or 20 by 20 or whatever. And let's say one of the rows on the left side says, like, 1, 1, 5. That means that there's, in that row it's on, there's a filled-in block that has nothing else next to it on, on both sides. Another filled-in block that has nothing on both sides, and then five that has nothing on both sides. Or it can be at the end. It just it can't be touching the other numbers. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? Uh, it did until like 
maybe three quarters of the way through, I was like, all right, I remember how Sudoku works, and I was just doing Sudoku in my head. I don't remember how Sudoku works. Sudoku is a nine by nine, and you basically have to use in a row, in every row, in every column, and in every uh, grid of three by three, you're supposed to use numbers one through nine with no repeating. Okay, so it's not like that. I mean, it's kind of a similar, like, broad concept, but it's not like that. Mm. It's basically like when you when you're filling the entire Picross, it's supposed to make an image. So, I mean, that's, like, not the important... Because, I, I mean, at least me, I would never be able to figure out the image without playing the numbers. You need to play the numbers. Anyways, this is a weird conversation. So I played that last night. But today, I picked up Trover Saves the Universe for mm-hmm. PS4, PSVR, and... Mike, I gotta tell you, this game... I didn't play it at PAX. Joe did, and he said he loved it. You didn't play it at PAX, did you? No, we went to the panel, though. Oh, that's right. You went to the panel. Where was that? I think I was with Falcon Age at that point. I had, you had, I had something else going I think on. it was Falcon Age. Um, but regardless, the game is a fucking riot. It is like nonstop. I'm constantly entertained and laughing. It is so fucking good. The gameplay isn't bad either. But more for me personally, more importantly, it's just a fucking nonstop. I'm laughing. And I don't know if, if Justin Roiland did every character there might be a few so far that i've run into that might not be him maybe they are i don't know regardless the amount of fucking dialogue that this guy had to have had recorded for this game is insane because it it does such a good job of a being a game that's like aware that it's a game and references the fact that it's a game all the time and even when it's like when the game starts up and it's like teaching you the controls it's doing it in an interestingly funny way that's like uh, it's not a spoiler basically you're watching tv and the tv show that you're watching is explaining to you how to play the game without talking to you it's two characters having a conversation i don't know it's just really funny but in any scenario where you're dealing with characters which is most of the game so far if you don't like it's like all right you got what you needed from this person now you're going to go do the next thing if you don't move from that spot and just stay there, they keep talking. Like, you're not repeating themselves. They keep just talking about other shit. And it's fucking hilarious. I thought level, I'm on, like, the third world or area now. And there was a point where I got to, like, I don't know, a quarter into the level. And there were these two bad guys that were, like, up on a castle wall. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, look at these fucking idiots down here. And, like, start talking to us you you play as you play as one person and then trover is like your partner i don't the story makes sense but so there's two of you there's like you and trover mm-hmm. and these guys are just like talking to you and like whatever and then some people would probably just keep walking but i like want to hear every bit of dialogue because i just think it's so funny so i stand there and then they're like Oh, so these these fucking guys that they, they don't have a game to play or anything, right? They're not gonna go do anything. I guess we'll just keep having our private personal conversation, and then they just started talking about Seinfeld, and I was laughing really hard. It was pretty great. Mm-hmm. It was good. It, it, it's it's a really good game. It's very enjoyable. If you want to laugh, you want to be like fucking, just entertained the whole time. It's great. Every other word is fuck. Yeah, it's great. Makes sense. Um, I think if you, especially if you like Rick and Morty you will like love this game because it's basically just 
it's basically just Rick and Morty, but not Rick and Morty, but Rick and Morty. It's so good. I can't wait to play more of it. I, I'm like, when I got home, I threw it on, and I was like, oh, I just want to test it out, you know, whatever. And then, like, two and a half, three hours went by. I'm like, fuck, this is a good game. I didn't try it in VR yet, though. You can Because you can play it both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I'm actually thinking I'm going to do is, because I'm enjoying it so much, I'm probably going to just play through this. I have to look and see how long the game is supposed to be. I'm probably going to play through it not in VR and then go back to get the rest of the collectibles in VR. Uh, but it's enjoyable. I'm enjoying a lot of it. It's it's a great game. If you have a PSVR, uh, it's I would I would highly recommend it if you want to be entertained. And I believe it's coming to uh, PC next week or in two weeks. It's coming. It's not out yet on PC. It's coming out either next week or in two weeks. Uh, but really enjoyed it. Really, really just a fucking good time. So, beyond that, last week, on last episode, we talked about what could potentially happen with, there was the Death Stranding trailer that was supposed to come out, didn't, before we recorded that episode, it was just announced, didn't come out yet, it's come out since then, and did you watch the trailer? Yeah. So, how do you feel about this this game I like the music I couldn't even I, I don't I don't think the music left a mark on me maybe it did I don't know mm. I can't like I'm gonna get it like the trailer sold me on it like I'm, I'm gonna get it now but will you cite for those uh the ladder mechanics ladder mechanics are great um I mean it's definitely like has like a lot of Metal Gear vibes mm-hmm. as far as like how the game looks to present itself gameplay wise, which is totally fine. It's also fucking Kojima made that too, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but prior to this trailer, I was like fucking, I don't know what's going on with this fucking game. I still don't know what's going on with this fucking game, but I'm way more interested in it now than I was before. And I think it's a mix of seeing actual gameplay. But also, I don't know, story is, like, actually kind of intriguing to me. Where it kind of wasn't before. Before, it looked much scarier to me. And I'm like, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I want to fucking be dealing with this shit right now. And it's probably still going to, like, thrill me. I don't know if that's, like... like Hashtag thrill it up. I don't know if it's going to, like, scare me. But it's going to, like, you know, get get the fucking blood flowing in a way that I don't typically like to get my blood flowing. You know? Of course. I like to get my blood flowing by eating a burrito and then, like, walking to the couch and being out of breath. Yeah, that's not blood flowing. That sounds like clogged arteries, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not a doctor. Hey, continue. Um, but I, it, it looks it looks good to me. I'm, I'm digging what, what they've revealed. I kind of actually hope they don't reveal too much more, which I don't think they will. There might be one more, one more trailer before the game comes out in November. We've got a release date, too, November, and I don't think people were expecting that. I was not expecting that to yeah. come out this year. Yeah, I was really hoping for it to continue to just kind of exist as, like, a thing. That just never came out? Yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted a PlayStation to show up every year at E3 and do their state of plays and whatever else they do, their other things. But, like, yeah, here's some more clips from this game. PlayStation Experience. Yeah, I guess that's what's Which they didn't do last year. Didn't and I think they also said they're not doing it this year. Maybe they didn't say that. I don't remember. Hmm. I think it, I think it's just not 
we're not sure what they're going to do. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like what's going on. I like what they're showing. It makes me think, not think, I feel like it's going to be a game that I am interested in, I will purchase, and then immediately forget about. That sounds like a mic move. Yeah. It does sound like a mic move. Guess what else? I still haven't touched Spider-Man in a very long time. I need to finish Spider-Man. Listen, the backlog is, is, is real. It's a real thing. And we all suffer from it. It's terrible. That's my goal this year. Finish more games. I'm putting myself to it. Mm. I'm finishing more games, but also keep buying more games. So it's just never going to end. It just never ends. Nope. I started playing... Oh, that's, I also started playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I don't know why I started doing that now. It's like a 120-hour game if you just like beeline it through the fucking game. It might not be actually that much if you're beeline it, but... It's a fucking sprawling RPG. I'm obviously going to do some side quests. Do, do a speedrun. It'll be fun. Um, but regardless, Death Stranding has definitely piqued my interest. I wasn't sure how I felt on it like fully before. And I still don't really know how I feel about it. But it, it definitely had did a great job of getting my interest. Um, I don't know why there's a character named Die Hard Man. But... I don't know why everyone was crying. Uh, well, clearly, Mike, the fucking world is fucking devastated. Well, that one guy crying blood. Because it's Mads Mikkelsen. He can do whatever he wants. It wasn't Mads Mikkelsen. That would be... You know why I know it's not Mads Mikkelsen? Because that was what his character did in fucking uh, Casino Royale. And it'd be weird for him to do it again. Kojima loves movies. If you if you go to Kojima's uh, Twitter, his profile is like, uh, video game developer, colon... My body is 70% movies. Or something, I don't know. It is what it says. Um, No, I'm pretty sure that was Mad's character. You know about the guy that comes up out of the swamp, or the guy that's just, like, standing there and that comes down? There's there's the part where they, like, show all the actors' names and the character that they're playing. Like, there's, like, fucking... Oh, and it's in that clip? They just show each one, and every single time, like, the person's crying. And then one person's crying blood. Guillermo was fucking crying? Yeah, I think so. I didn't notice. I If they were some all of, crying, I definitely didn't notice. Some that. of them, like, they weren't, like, openly, like, they were like, it was like every single one of them had, like, tears coming from their eyes. Interesting. Well, Mike, the fucking, the president of the United States is in a hospital bed. The world is in devastation. I'm pretty sure Norman Reedus' character says to the president, you're the president of shit or something. Some president. Uh, I don't know. It, it looks. It looks. It looks gorgeous. It does look really good. But we'll see. The timeline of the game being in development is also really doesn't make any fucking sense because I think realistically, there's only been two or three years of them actually working on this game. So who the fuck knows what we're about to get? Maybe it's just nothing. What if it's just a movie? I'd be fine with it if I could pop in a game. And it's just like, yeah, just sit back and watch this for two hours. And then it's like, you win. Be like, well, cool. You go to Platinum Trophy. Like, oh, thanks. I don't give a fuck about trophies. Now, if it's an achievement, a different fucking story. Different fucking story altogether. So regardless, I'm excited to see what that turns out to be. We probably won't get too much more about it. He touched on a little bit of the multiplayer mechanics, how it's, it's not going to be 
like he had mentioned that there was a multiplayer social aspect to the game so people didn't know what the fuck that was going to end up meaning mm-hmm. um turns out it's going to be a little bit like a souls game where i don't think people are going to actually play with you but they'll be like the presence of other people playing if that makes sense I don't, have, I don't know if you're familiar with how Souls multiplayer works. Yeah, you like leave notes. Leave like... notes and shit like that, yeah. So it, my guess is from what they're saying, it's going to be something like that, where there'll be a presence of other people playing the game, but I don't think you'll actually see other people playing the game. Hmm. There's been other games to do stuff like that. Zombie U, which is a Wii U launch title. Eventually it came to Xbox and PS4 actually too, like two or three years later. That had a similar type of thing too, where you could like leave notes for people. Um, so there is that. But moving on to the next thing, which is honestly what I'm way more excited about that happened over this past week. But which on the last episode we also touched on what we thought it could be. Turns out some of the things you said were right, but I don't think we were expecting some of the other stuff that happened. And that was the Pokemon Companies Conference. That happened on the same last Tuesday or something. Um, so basically, this was, you know, if you're not familiar, the Pokemon Company did a press conference that's was not about Pokemon Sword and Shield because that has a separate Nintendo Direct that's coming next week um, before E3. But the main things that got announced during this were Detective Pikachu is coming to Switch. And it's unclear. Their wording on it makes it very unclear if it's a sequel or if what it is, because they basically said, oh, with the popularity of the movie, people really want more Detective Pikachu, so we're going to bring Detective Pikachu to the Switch, and I guess, I didn't play the 3DS game, I know you didn't play it either, but I guess the ending of that game is a cliffhanger, it's open-ended, so I don't know if that's purpose for a sequ- like purposeful for a sequel, or because whatever, but regardless, it was left open-ended. So the way that they announced the switch title people don't know if it's just going to be like that game with like extra chapters at the end that kind of wrap up the story or if it's going to be a full sequel or what it's going to be um regardless what i hope happens is whether it's i mean i guess if it's not a full sequel then it will happen regardless but if it is if it's detective pikachu 2 i hope that they also just port the first one or pack them together or something because i would like to play it i just I'm realistically not going to buy it on my 3DS at this point. It's just not going to happen. So that was one of the big things that came out of that. Then there was, of course, Pokemon Masters, which was, I know I had mentioned last week that there would probably be some mobile game announcements, and there was a game that was being worked on by DNA, Mm -hmm. uh, and this is that game, Pokemon Masters. They didn't go into too much detail. They did say we'll see more of it in June, so I don't know if that means we're going to get it at E3 or if it's going to be something else. But it's basically a game where you're battling with, like, famous trainers throughout the Pokemon universe. So there'll be a lot of gym leaders. There'll be a lot of Elite Four characters, stuff like that. So it looks interesting. It's a mobile game. We'll see. I mean, if it if it's free to play and doesn't have, like, a microtransaction-heavy system inside of it, I'll probably play it a little bit and see what happens. I don't know if that did anything for you or... Uh, I barely saw a clip of it because I did not watch the thing. So oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll go over everything they did. They didn't show too much. They didn't talk about it too much. Um, 
they showed a quick teaser trailer and it looked cool like it was basically three on three battles but I don't know some people are saying I don't know if they explicitly said this I don't think they did maybe they did in a press release afterwards or something but they people are saying that it's going to have gotcha mechanics like a like Fire Emblem Heroes does on, the, on mobile which mm-hmm. is basically like you unlock some sort of whatever loot box or some sort of thing packs and get trainers mm-hmm. and then you can use them to fight against whatever the fucking goal of the game is but I mean I don't know it's it's a mobile game I'm not going to ever get super excited about a fucking mobile game but you know if it's cool and it's free and it's not microtransaction heavy I'll definitely check it out um then then Pokemon Home which is something that I think every Pokemon fan or at least Pokemon mainline fan is going to be a fan of and it's uh I don't you had did you have the Pokemon Bank back in the 3DS so I was thinking about that and I believe I did and I remember it like it was either free for a while and then like it was relatively inexpensive yeah, thereafter. it's like five bucks for a year, which is crazy. That's nothing. That's that a cup might of be why I can't figure out if I still have it or not. So, I so here's a so I was listening to um, IGN's Nintendo podcast this week, and they were talking about that. I was listening to this part in particular and the finished the whole episode. Uh, but NVC is a great show. If you like Nintendo stuff and want other podcasts to listen to, I I enjoy NVC. I think they have a lot of really good takes on there. So take that for what you will. But they, uh, Casey DeFridis, who hosts the show, she had said that if you don't, it doesn't auto-renew. So you have to go in and buy a year subscription again. Mm-hmm. And then she also said that there's a window of time where when it runs out, if you don't renew it, they erase your account. Mm-hmm. So whatever Pokemon you have stored up there are just gone. Mm-hmm. So if that's true, I, I, don't, I definitely don't have any Pokemon to transfer from the bank anymore. Which sucks because I definitely had like... All of my X and Y and all of my Sun and Moon on there. So I don't think I did much with it. I think I might have thrown like so, a, a few Pokemon in there as a test, but then... So I'm pretty sure that I used it to basically move my X and Y to Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe my Sun and Moon has everything else. I don't fucking know. But I definitely did have it. I mean, for five bucks a year, that's fucking nothing. Five bucks, yeah. That's, 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 that's literally, change. if anybody has a problem with that, you're crazy. Like... It's not even a service they have to offer in any way. So five bucks for something Smart like that. Smart man could just do the simple math right there, but I, I can't. How it breaks down to month and it, day, but it's not a lot. It's and yeah, it it literally doesn't matter. Um, so basically, the way Pokemon Home is going to work is really cool, actually, and I hope it works flawlessly because I think it will be a great thing for everyone that cares about Pokemon. It will allow you to take your Pokemon Bank stuff, put it in there. Take your Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, put it in there, stuff from Pokemon Go, and Sword and Shield. With the way the diagram was, it had arrows going to home from everything, but on Sword and Shield it had back and forth. So it looks like you can use it to hold everything and then use it to bring it to Shield if Sword and Shield if you want. Um, they didn't. I can do something with all these fucking drowsies I caught. That's what I'm saying. They uh, they didn't say anything about like pricing or whatever. They said they have more information. I don't think it comes out until 2020, so it's not not here yet anyway. But it's a great service and it's a good way for them to continue to like make people who have Let's Go and and you, know, you still play Pokemon Go excited for Sword and Shield, especially like I feel like in Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu they not not made it easier, but kind of made it easier to get shinies. So I feel like people will be excited to bring their shinies over to 
Sword Shield. So that's that's a great service. Hopefully it works flawlessly. Oh, the other cool thing about it is you can also have it on your phone, like as an app. Hmm. And they said there that it, if me and you were hanging out and it's like, fuck, I got a Pokemon for you. We can trade from our phone. So you can like access your Pokemon in real time and like swap them around through your phone. Which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool in the sense that if I had a time machine, I'd go back and it'd be like, hey, you see that link cable? You're fucking stupid, kid. In the future, we transferred our fucking Pokemon with our phones. But with our cord phones? No. We all carry phones in our pockets all the time. What? Ronald Reagan's president. I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. How far back did you go? It, it, it makes no sense either way. Okay, all right. It, it, you're right. Um, so there was that, and then they also talked about uh, Pokemon Quest, which is a mobile game that's already out here, going to China, which doesn't matter for really anyone else unless you live in China. Um, and it matters probably to investors because that's probably going to be a big money maker. So that was probably a reason why that was even part of the conference was that it's. I think that conference was also to like be like, hey, investors, look at all this Pokemon shit we're doing. Um, so there's that. And then, Pokemon Sleep. Mm -hmm. And the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Mm -hmm. You've seen these, I'm sure. I I saw the name Pokemon Go Plus Plus and shook my head with disapproval. And I think by accident, like I knew about Pokemon Sleep, and by accident, I was was scrubbing through the actual video. Because, again, I didn't watch it, but I was scrubbing through and I know I stopped on Pokemon Sleep for a bit, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of quickly moved on. So they didn't give too much detail on what Pokemon Sleep is going to actually be. Pokemon Go Plus Plus, which is a horrible name, and people are like making a big deal about how bad the name is, but at the same time, do you see what Nintendo names their fucking shit all the time? Like, 3DS, 3DS XL, 2DS, new 3DS, new 3DS XL new 2ds xl like they do this shit all the time they're not great um they're not doing themselves any favors i mean for i feel like in most scenarios it works out fine i feel like the only time it didn't was the wii u confused people confused people um because i feel like the other i I mean anyways we're not gonna get into that discussion maybe it has a different name in japanese and then they just feel like fuck those americans they sound silly um does the new 3DS... I mean, Wii U definitely doesn't. Does the new 3DS have a different... I th- I'm i pretty sure it's just, instead of XL, it's LL. Which, I don't know what that means. But I'm pretty sure that's the difference. I don't think... I think it's still, like, new Nintendo 3DS LL or something. It, it's it's the same than the two letters or something different. I'm pretty sure. Um, so, they didn't go into too much detail. But I will say this. Basically, their their whole thing was we can you can have fun. We want to turn sleep into a game, which is a dumb sales pitch, or whatever. But I'll say this: with Pokemon Go, they got so many people to go out of the house, and it it I mean, for a while it that's we would go downtown. Was everyone not down there fucking having a good time? Yeah. Like, it was fucking great. It was fun. It was a thing that worked. It got people out of the house. Like, there was definitely a play with Pokemon Go to be, like, a an active, like, a lifestyle game. Like, 
And Nintendo is not new to that. I mean, they've done plenty of things like this in the past. Wii Fit, stuff like that. They always were working on this Vitality Sensor thing that never really came out. I don't think it ever came out. It may have came out in Japan, but it never came out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are always playing in that realm. They they want to be different. They want to do things like that. And they definitely, back in the Wii and Wii U days, they definitely had a branch of people that were specifically working on like lifestyle type of stuff. I think they have actually kind of cut that out. It's not part of their like main business plan anymore i'm sure they still have people working on shit but it's not part of like their core tenants to what the nintendo you know company is looking at and focusing on um so that it doesn't surprise me that they're doing something like this at all and it's laughable it's stupid it's silly it's whatever but the more i think about it i'm actually really excited to see what they do with it because if it if it can in some way regardless of whatever the mechanics of the game itself is if it can in some way inspire people to like have healthier sleep schedules that's fucking awesome in my opinion i think it's fucking awesome mm-hmm. will it ever affect my actual sleep schedule i would be shocked if it did and if it did that'd be fucking great i'd be a much healthier person because i don't sleep um but i'm really excited i'm curious to see what this turns out to be um I don't know if you have any thoughts on it either way. Uh, nope. I mean, if I if I pick it up, and I don't know if I would, I take a lot of naps. I mean, so. It, well, so I'm, I don't think, again, they didn't go into too much detail, but it seems like you need the Pokemon Go++ Plus Plus to then do it. I'm sure the app is free or it's an add-on to fucking mm-hmm. Pokemon Go. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? I'm not going to a store saying, can I get the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, please? You have to sleep with it on your bed. I, again, nobody knows how it works yet. Nobody knows what the fuck it's, it's going to do. Bed. Or I guess I could put it on my nightstand, or I could... No, I, well, they said it has to be on your bed. I don't fucking know. It was on the bed in the trailer. We, we, we will know if you don't put it on your bed. <laughs> well, the, I'm, I'm just... Someone my... knocks at your window, and you're like, hey, <laughs> put that on your bed. Oh, okay. I just really want to see what it is. And if it's dumb, cool. But if it can actually inspire, like, healthy change for people, I think that's great. And if they do succeed in doing that, I mean, you look at Pokemon Go, definitely had good benefits for a lot of people. Pokemon Sleep, if it does that too, 100% you're going to see them do this on, like, other aspects of lifestyle. At, at some point, I remember, at least with Pokemon Go, there was the Pokemon Go Plus, right? The... Yes. The original the, yeah. But at at a certain point, they made it so that you could use on the Apple Watch, correct? Oh, I I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they'd done that. So I would imagine the same sort of thing would happen with Pokemon Sleep. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. If it's just doing sleep tracking. I was trying to get a list of the top grossing mobile games of all time, and I was having a really hard time finding an actual list of like numbers and stuff like that. And it was I couldn't find like a really concrete answer at least when i was looking but if you look at i don't know on your app store can you look at like top grossing apps right now or no top grossing apps or just like the most popular paid apps so i don't know how your store breaks it down on the apple store i'm able to do it in a bunch of different ways and i can Mm -hmm. do it by top grossing free apps or top grossing apps oh i guess it does say top grossing so i'm gonna go in the top 10 oh wow no, top grossing. Let's see what top. Paid. It's not a paid app. It's free. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's so so top it, ha- gro- it has to be a top grossing. 
I mean, it could it could have fallen down. I, I'm confused as to how some of these apps. What the fuck are the? What do you pay for in these apps? Um, what do you pay for on the ESPN app? And like I imagine the Google the, app. I imagine the subscription to. Well, no, like there was like, uh, I don't know. What go to Top Free then? See if, where it is. Does this not? Does this store not include games? There has to be. No, there no, must be games. No, because there wasn't even. I see no games. Still, you're down to eighty. There must be a separate. Uh, well, let's see. Here. There must be a separate um, thing. Go to categories, maybe. I'm well, so I'm so confused. Entertainment shopping, social communication. Uh, this game. is the Google store. Yep. So here's games. All right. So there we go. Yeah, this will be a top grossing. Okay, that makes more sense. So, I mean, yeah. It, so from what I could tell when I looked at different shops on on my computer, Pokemon Go. When I looked earlier, it was top grossing number two behind Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure at some point it was number one, and then uh, I think on another store it was like four or five. So it's you know right right up in there in the top five. So it's it's definitely like an impactful thing. So I could see them adding support like to Pokemon uh, to Apple Watch stuff like that for sure. Uh, it's definitely a fucking gigantic revenue center for Niantic and the Pokemon Company. Um, and then finally, the last big announcement out of the Pokemon Conference was not something new. It was Pokemon shirts, but new to the fact that they were going to bring them outside of Japan. USA, USA. Um, with, I think they mentioned a bunch of countries, but it's going to start in its expansion here in Europe. And... I'll tell you one thing, Mike. I've spent too much time looking at the fucking shirts, and I really want to buy a shirt, but I really shouldn't spend $100 on a shirt, but I really want to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. Do you have a design picked out, like your top design? Because so I know you've spent some time looking at these shirts, too. I, I I, put together three shirts, maybe, and I just kind of moved them into save for later, mm-hmm. and I haven't decided what I want to do with them yet, or if I'm going to go back and scrap all three and make them. Well, one of them I think I'm pretty committed to, I kind of like the way it came together. Yeah. Uh, the other two I'm iffy on, and the other problem I have is that I do want casual shirts, but I also want to see if I can make any of them work as a dress shirt. Oh, you definitely could. Some of, some of them are fucking like, yeah, no, 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 no. classy I, as fuck. My point being is that if I do a dress shirt, then I have to at least figure out a rough estimate of my measurements. That's not hard to do. Didn't you just go get a suit? Recently? I did. Just fucking call him and ask for your measurements. I did, but I had to measure myself, and I had to put it online. And then I remember I tried doing that. I tried looking at my measurements on that to do something else, to buy a different shirt somewhere else. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, easily accessible for me. So any numbers that I managed to put together, and apparently I did a good job, they're just fucking lost the wind. Also, they, they I guess they measure things differently, at least at that store. Interesting. I don't know the me- I don't know like my current accurate measurements. I mean, I know like my sh- I know my like shirt size. I don't know how I didn't. I've only I like I didn't go into how f- they do the sizing on their site. Mm-hmm. But like I know my arm length and my neck size. Yeah. I know if you go to, like get fitted for a suit, they usually like do a lot oh, more. Yeah. Like they do from here down and your waist and whatever. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how deep they go on the website because I only. The only thing I've actually added to my cart and debated was the Hawaiian shirts, just because I don't I'm, I don't wear like I wear long sleeve dress shirts to work, I, but I wouldn't want this to get ruined at work, so I wouldn't wear this 
to my current day job. I'd wear it to like specific events or whatever, but I would wear it more if it was a long, uh, short sleeve shirt. Like yeah. I would wear that more. Um, I'd still only wear it probably to certain occasions, because um, I wouldn't want it to get ruined. But fuck, the, probably my favorite one that I've made so far is the one I sent you today, which I don't know if you could see it that good in the picture because it was a. Did you said to me. I texted it to you. Then but it, I, it, it I looked at it and I already forgot it. But it wasn't a. It was like a picture of my laptop and not a screenshot from my oh. phone. So it's the Gyarados print around, and then mm-hmm. I added the pocket, which is the Pikachu pocket. Yeah. And I added the Pikachu pocket because I don't know if you can see it on this, but there's little surfing Pikachu's. Mm. So I was like, I gotta fucking throw this on here. I really like the Ditto design but mm-hmm. it's a fucking white shirt and that will be that is a that would be a fucking waste of a hundred dollars for sure well i mean i think i could pull up like a white shirt like that i would pull off simply because i'd be wearing an undershirt which would take the brunt of any yeah thing that's going on with my body i don't know i just i don't i don't want to i don't want to fucking leave it a chance what's uh... so the last thing that I wanted to bring up on today's episode, and then we get a we're cutting it close with fucking Cookie Town here. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So here are my safe for later. So I made. So we got my. So we got that one, which is Magnemite. No, it's uh, Gasly. Gasly, okay. Gasly, I forget what's here. And I think this was Onyx, and that must be Ekans. Oh, was... yeah. oh, on a long sleeve, you can go fucking deep. Yep. Oh shit. So it was that one. Um... This one is... I do like the Ivysaur print. Mew, yeah. Mew's pretty dope, too. What's Mew, the middle one? I think that's a Mankey. Okay. All right. This is a short sleeve. Oh, and I... Yeah, I did a Mew pocket. Mew pocket, yeah. It looks fucking good. And then... No, it's not a short sleeve. It is a short sleeve. On the short sleeves, you can't... You can't customize the collar or the middle. On the Hawaiian shirt, you can't. That is oh, just a long sleeve where I chose okay. short sleeves. Okay. See, I think I'd probably want the Hawaiian shirt. And then this one, I think, let's see, I did Onyx in there. I forget what this print actually is. Uh, oh, it's Hypno. Okay. And then I forget what's in there. That might be Kakuna. I mean, that one is a classy shirt, but that one's not worth 100 bucks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If, if I was going to, mm-hmm. like, suggest, I would. that would be the last choice of those three. Just if because of the price. I would go with one of those two over that for sure. Just because it's, I don't know. It's very... Uh, it's very subdued yes. for a $100 Pokemon shirt. Um, but, at, so here's the other problem is that... Okay, talk to me. It just might... Like, if, if it's like a good quality shirt, then it might just be worth $100 simply because of the good quality in the Pokemon part is it a added bonus. If that's okay. the case, all then right, I, could, right. I could kind of be like... I could uh, justify it like that. But I don't know that yet. Well, here's the thing, is that... If you're about to like go balls deep with these shirts, that's a great like second or third or fifth shirt. But like if you were gonna get one, I I wouldn't go one and done. That's my guy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, this is decisions. Fucking damn it, those Pokemon shirts. I'm when they first showed them off, and they were only in Japan. I debated for so long, ordering one and just getting it imported, and. I ultimately didn't for the two reasons of it would be way too expensive and it probably would be like fitted to a more like typical Japanese body type, which mm-hmm. I am not. 
which is why there's certain clothes in you like Uniqlo I cannot buy because they're not fitted to my fat frame. No. Um, so I'm hoping that they have, and I'm assuming that's why. Like, it's, it, I think it still says on the site that it's. Oh, it says that. It says like, um, you know, it's it's Japanese or it's made in Japan. So like, these things run small. Like if I go to. Well, if they're gonna fit it to, if you're gonna get a long sleeve shirt and it's gonna be your measurements, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So if I go like to, I have dress shirts from Uniqlo. So if I say men's and then I say men's casual shirt, the shirts can these sizes of the shirt can run small. It, it well, yeah. So if you're doing if it, if you're doing it in this like form where it's like extras mm-hmm. large and stuff like that, that's not body measurements. Right. It's so that's for the casual shirts. If I do dress the shirts, shirts, you should be fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, we're running out of time here. We're gonna yeah, have to cut this. Up. We're gonna have to cut this topic again. I apologize. We were gonna we were gonna touch on a Patreon question, but we're running out of time, so we're gonna have to table that for uh, a few episodes from now. <laughs> this episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from seven to eleven, you can head on down to Higginson Square or their new location at One Washington Square and get yourself some delicious fatties. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. Uh, and if you do head down there, let them know what Pass Controller's saying. And uh, fuck it, Mike, we're gonna we're gonna like five minute this Patreon question. If you want to submit your questions to the show and have us answer them, you can become a patron at Patreon.com/PassTheController, just like Sapphire J did. And her question this week is. This question might be too political for the podcast. It's not. But I'm curious if you guys think nerd culture becoming mainstream can be a negative thing at times. There are multiple reasons, but I'm mainly thinking that whereas comics would frequently go against the grain, calling out racism and sexism in a time where it was very unpopular to do so, the movies like, say, Avengers, that are big blockbuster movies, are too big to take risks in socio-political stances for fear of alienating a mainstream audience. How you feeling about that, Mike? Um, I feel as though, if anything, with the current climate, I, you know, uh, people are trying. They're trying to change, and I think that's becoming more mainstream, too. Yes, I I agree with that. I think mainstream comics are taking a hit for that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm on board with that. I I also think that I agree with what you're saying. That I think it's becoming more popular to go against the grain and kind of stand up for what I think the majority of people would think would be the right thing mm. to care about or stand up for. Um, so I definitely do see pockets of that in plenty of different areas, whether it's video games or movies or comics or whatever TV shows. Is it not? really prevalent across the board yeah of course is it ever going to be probably not because in some you know in some regards you go to these movies you watch these movies you watch these tv shows you play these games sometimes for escapism you know what i mean Mm -hmm. regardless of how popular nerd culture gets there's always going to be a need in the medium across the board whether it's movies tv books comic books video games what have you for entertainment and escapism so there'll always be that regardless of you know the percentage of 
stuff with stances or, or not. Do I see like these big, big blockbusters making political stances? I mean, no. not really, but they are trying a little bit. I mean, you look, I mean, here's a great example. When Black Panther came out last year, there were people that didn't like the movie because it was a black cast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When Captain Marvel came out this year, there are people that are still complaining about the movie because it's a woman character. Whether they're blatantly saying it's because it's a woman or because Black Panther's a black cast it, it is not necessarily you know, what they're saying out loud. But that's what the fucking scuttlebutt is. It's because of those reasons. Did you see did you see this whole thing now about the, the deleted scene from Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and people making a fucking big? She's she's a villain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not a villain, but okay, cool. Um, so, I mean, I feel like them making movies with you know like like Black Panther and like Captain Marvel. I feel like those are, in like a broad term, just a big statement for moving social views and issues with nerd culture I would say I mean we're also getting uh Shang-Chi yeah is that the right name is that the right name Shang-Chi Shang-Chi yeah and that's I mean I I don't know how much they've said about the movie but I'm pretty sure they have flat out said they're casting like an Asian American cast for the movie Mm -hmm. so that's another again is it we're going to tackle abortion and like all the stuff and like other socio-political issues that are going on currently maybe not maybe not right away but i think giving representation to people that are typically not represented well probably in mainstream media or represented often i think that's steps in the right direction and steps in kind of tackling this question I feel like we've kind of veered off the question a little bit. Yeah, smidge. Um, but to, to kind of reel it back into what the actual question was, is I think there will always be people that are trailblazing and want to tell stories that have purpose and meaning and are addressing current political stuff and stuff like that and social issues. I'm Oddly enough, Death Stranding, Again, we have no idea what the fucking game's about, but I feel like the message that Kojima keeps saying about it, for some reason, makes me feel like he is addressing, like, the current climate of, like, people need to unite. I don't know. So, will it ever, like, will will they ever put all the fucking chips on it? Probably not. Will the next Avengers movie or whatever ensemble film they're building up to, you know, tackle some big issues like that? Probably not. But... Is that also what you ultimately want from an Avengers movie? For them to, like, talk about stuff like that? No. But, fuck do I know? In in another, like, a, in a standalone film, I might be more willing to see them tackling issues like that. Whereas, in an ensemble film where they're building up to, like, a main villain, I, I don't think that's what they'd be going for. Um, and that's kind of where we're at with those films at the moment anyway. Would I love to see more of it? Absolutely. I'd love to see more of this stuff being being tackled and talked about. And I think we're on the right path by, again, like movies like Captain Marvel and Black Panther, where, you know, if, if you know, I'm 
a young African-American or a young, you know, person of color or if I'm a young woman and I don't typically have, like, these humongous, like, mainstream, big fucking billboards everywhere, like, name and lights, two of the best-selling fucking films of all time. They're both in the, the top 15, I think. Man, well, well, Captain Marvel hit a billion. Mm-hmm. And I think Black Panther was right below it as far as uh, box office. I thought it was the other way around, but... Um, yeah. I, th- I th- Maybe I'm just confusing... One of them, clearly... Eh, you know what? I think Black Panther actually did do more. Captain Marvel might have had like a better opening weekend or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Regardless, both of those films did very well. And I think it gives people who feel like they might not have proper representation, especially in mainstream media... I hate you so much. Uh, I feel like it gives those people something to look up to, especially a younger audience. Um, with the Avengers in particular, with Endgame, spoilers, I guess. Not really. They said it's fine. Uh, Russo's. But there was the scene, which again, not a big scene, but there was the scene with Cap at the beginning where, I don't know if it was Anthony or Joe, but one of the Russo's played a gay character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the shot across the final battle scene where all the women are together and say what you want about that scene, whether you like it or don't feel like it's forced or you don't, or you don't care or whatever. It doesn't matter so much what all of us people up here think, because I've seen parents and people who are in the industry with kids saying that they've never seen their daughter more excited or have all of these badass female heroes to look up to you know what i mean like that that is a big deal yeah but that kind of wraps up that talk topic as always you can find us on the internet at passcontroller.io on twitter and on instagram at passcontroller and on twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller if you are a fan of the show a friend of the show and want to help support the show you can do that for free by sharing the podcast on social media and leaving us a review on iTunes. If you do have a few bucks kicking around, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pass the controller or buy something from our um, yikes, buy something from our shop at pass the And uh, yeah, you can find me at Big Room and you can find this guy at underscore mycopath. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pass the Controller podcast, episode 144. And next week, we'll be doing our E3 2019 predictions with a special guest we'll announce on Twitter in the coming days thanks again